Hello and welcome to another episode of the EMG podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Byrne, and today I'm joined in the studio by Kirsty Turner, my fellow content and editorial assistant for Gold Magazine. How are you today, Kirsty? I'm really well, thank you. How are you? I'm really well, thank you. So today we're going to be discussing this year's IFA Pharma Patient Summit Europe and Marketing and Customer Innovation Europe, which took place on the 15th and 16th of October in London. And as part of the team who are going to be providing the official review of this event in the next issue of Gold, which will come out in November, um, our team, the Gold team, were in attendance on both of these days. And I think it's fair to say that we both had a really great time there, Kirsty. Absolutely. So it was actually the first time attending this event for both of us. And it was so brilliant to hear. There was such a range of fantastic speakers. And we actually had the opportunity to talk to and interview some really inspiring people from the pharmaceutical and life sciences industry. Mm. So what was your impression of the event overall, Michaela, as someone who's gone for the very first time? Yeah, I found it really enjoyable. I thought it was so great to see all these pharma companies getting together and sharing their insights. And what was really encouraging was definitely the sort of presence of all the patients, especially at the patient summer, obviously. So that was really promising. Um, there were a lot of themes, things really relevant things like data and social media. And a common thing was adapting for like the digital native, the modern customer. So it was really cool to see pharma evolving in this way. And same question to you, Kirsty. What sessions did you and speakers did you find most enjoyable? Uh, so one session that I really enjoyed was actually it was the very first session in the patient summit, and that was called "Design Patient Support with Patient Relevant Insights." And this was delivered by Ipsen's Isabel Botcher Pianca and Rachel Giles from the International Kidney Cancer Coalition. Um, and it was just really interesting to hear about the relationship between pharma and these patient organisations and starting to take a look at how the industry should be sort of utilising this relationship to ensure that the patient voice is heard. Um, and a key takeaway from that session was what they said, to not reinvent the wheel, but to focus the time and resources you do have on the biggest unmet need of patients, which I think is just such a great takeaway. You know, you don't need to change the world, just, you know, start with the small things and, and sort of get that patient voice heard. Um, another talk that really stuck with me was It's our responsibility, activate communities to resist the spread of anti-vaccine misinformation. Uh, And this was delivered by Philibert Goulet, head of patient office at GSK Vaccines. And this is, of course, like so topical at the moment. We're seeing the rise of vaccine hesitancy and GSK are actively working to counter this. Um, What was really interesting was um, Philibert actually asked the audience, you know, who here is pro-vaccines? And I think everyone in the room raised their hand. He then later asked if we knew that the tetanus vaccine needs boosting every 10 years and how many people were 100% certain they were up to date on this vaccine. And the number of hands raised was significantly lower, um, which is really interesting. You know, you can say that you're pro-vaccines, but actually how up to date are you on them? And and he sort of urged everyone to check their immunisation history. Um, But yeah, it was really interesting to see, even in a room of people who understand the benefits of vaccines and support them, there was a really high percentage who were not even aware if they were up to date. So it was really interesting. Yeah, definitely. And also just seeing the opportunity for everybody to be there learning. People weren't just there to demonstrate what the kind of things that their companies were doing. It was definitely a sharing experience. Yeah, really collaborative, which was great. So what were some of the sessions and speakers that you found the most interesting? Um, So on day one, I was in the patient room and the general sort of talk about... um, why collaboration is so important for innovation and examples of this just on an evolutionary scale I just thought were really interesting and engaging Um, but in the marketing room in the second day there were three talks that really stuck out for me and struck me Um, so Sanofi there were two senior data scientists from Sanofi who were talking about predictive modeling techniques to understand and better engage with their customers and the customers with their content. And that was really interesting. They started incorporating things like behavioral science to help with more precise marketing. 
So that really stood out for me. Another thing we hear about a lot as well is social media marketing. Um, and Cyril Mandry from MSD um, did a talk on this topic. And he used these examples in uh, that they had implemented in Austria and Germany, um, where they've been social media marketing to young people, encouraging them to check things like um, melanomas and um, raise awareness for things like HPV. And they were showing the effectiveness of that and how they wanted to bring it around into the rest of Europe. So seeing the sort of power of social media as a reactive and direct engagement channel was really, really interesting. Um, and sort of advising on different ways that um, people could be using them as a conversational tool for patient and HCP engagement. And then the last one that really, really stuck with me um, was the example from For Health about um, blockchain, because um, I think the first use of blockchain happened with um, Johnson and Johnson, um, and it'd been incredibly effective. It was an award-winning campaign that harnessed the innovative power of blockchain within physician marketing. Um, and delivered, I think, up to 25% cost efficiency and increased their reach significantly. Um, so that was what I really enjoyed in the in the marketing room. Um, we also in interviewed a number of senior figures in the pharma industry who were present at the conference. Um, and I know, Kirsty, you were a big part of that. So could you tell us a bit about these and who we spoke to and what were the, some of the topics that were discussed? Absolutely. So we had some really fantastic interviews at IFA Pharma this year with some of the speakers. So we had Leo Farmer's Geraldine Murphy, um, and she spoke to us about the societal pressures associated with dermatological conditions. And she also spoke a little bit about kind of what the ideal traits of a leader are for someone in the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, we also spoke to Catalina Cernica, also from Leo. She's from Leo Innovation Lab. And she told us a little bit more about the So Happy initiative um, that she did her presentation on and also the challenge of recognising patients as people rather than seeing them as consumers, which I thought was really interesting. Those are just a couple of the interviews that we have coming out. They were all so brilliant. I wish I had time to talk about them all, but that's just a, a little snapshot of what we've got to come. Mm. And of course, we'll be publishing all of these on the European Medical Group YouTube channel over the next coming weeks and months. So definitely keep an eye out for those on our social media channels. And finally, Kirsty, um, what were some of the topics and themes that you took from the event that you expect will form part of our upcoming review in November? So we're hard at work in the Gold Team at the moment, coming up with our themes and writing article briefs for the next issue. There was really so much great stuff from IFA Pharma that we want to include, so I think it's going to be hard to sort of narrow it down. Mm. I can't say for certain what we're going to include yet, but a few ideas we've got around at the moment is something on clinical trial recruitment and how we can better engage patients in this and, and sort of encourage them to sign up for clinical trials and, and stay for the duration. I think also um, what I spoke about a little bit earlier, looking at patients as people rather than consumers and also looking at pharma and their collaboration with patient organisations to really get the patient voice heard. Mm, thank you, Kirsty. Yeah, definitely a lot of exciting insights that we're going to be featuring. I'm sure it'll be a really, really good issue. Definitely. Um, so that's all we've got time for today, I'm afraid. But as Kirsty and I mentioned, over the next few weeks, everybody on the Gold Team will be hard at work preparing for our review of the Patient Summit and Marketing and Innovation Conferences, um, which will be published again on the 28th of November. So keep an eye out for that. You can also subscribe to Gold for free by visiting our website at www.emg-gold.com to make sure that you receive the publication straight to your inbox. Thank you for listening and join us again next week for another episode of the EMG podcast. <laughs>